Now who is going to harm you if you are enthusiastic for what is good? But even if you should suffer because of righteousness, blessed are you. Do not be afraid or terrified with fear of them, but sanctify Christ as Lord in your hearts. I wanted to give you the two verses that are before the reading we have from St. Peter today. They put to get today's reading into better context. The people of St. Peter's day were running into a lot of societal interference with the spread of the gospel. The pagan religions of ancient Rome were still ruling the religious attitude of the majority of the population. Christianity was just beginning to grow, and in and any kind of hope for becoming the dominant religion was a long way away. In the early couple of centuries, they had a great uphill battle. I think we are heading toward that same kind of problem in our own day. It does not take a lot of looking around to see how much Christianity is despised. We must go against many of the new societal norms if we are going to remain faithful to the call to holiness God has given us. I want to quote St. Bede at this time. The flames of holiness give those who have hope the strength to triumph over sin. I think he was speaking of our own inclination to sin, but I think it also applies well to how we need to fight today's battles in a society that is becoming even more decadent than ancient Rome. This is also what St. Peter was talking about. It is hard to keep our minds calm when we face someone who is belligerent against the faith. It seems that whenever we try to calmly describe the reasons for our faith to give an explanation for what we believe, those who do not like it quickly elevate a discussion into an argument, and oftentimes a loud and condemning argument. People today do not seem to want to hear a calm and rational explanation for why we believe our faith has the answers that our society needs. What was it that made the early church so capable of overcoming the paganism of Rome? The answer is really very simple. The problem with that simple answer is that it has been distorted over time. That simple answer is that the early Christian church taught about the importance and value of each individual. When you read some of St. Paul's lines, with a modern interpretation, an interpretation of modern feminism, it sounds like it's a terrible description. The problem is that the simple answers that St. Paul gives, that the early church held to, have been distorted by people who do not understand the life we are called to in Christ. People have swallowed the poison of modern interpretations of the Bible. St. Peter tells us that we are called to sanctify Christ as Lord in our hearts. The word used for sanctify is the same word used in the Our Father to say, Hallowed be your name. We are called to make a hallowed or holy place in our hearts for Christ. If we do that and see that other Christians are called to do the same, the way we treat one another will be with the utmost respect and love in Christ. St. Peter warns us that we may suffer for being righteous in this way. It was not acceptable in, in the Roman world to treat women with respect, to treat slaves as though they had more value than just monetary, to be loving parents to children if you didn't want to. I remember reading that you could kill your child until they reached the age of reason, just because you didn't want that child anymore. Basically, if you were a man in the Roman world, you could do almost anything you wanted to. You were not restricted the way 
Christian culture began to restrict abhorrent behavior. Because of this transformative power of Christianity and pagan Romanism, marginalized people were coming to Christianity as opposed to the pagan religions. They were seen as value because of they were human beings, because they were able to be loved by God and therefore by Christians. This is why, in our reading today, St. Peter urges us to be ready to give an explanation for our hope, but to do it with gentleness and reverence. We have the answer to the problems of our society. It is based in a return to solid Christian masculinity and femininity. Those two words are hot-button words to some people. It seems they can only think of a toxic masculinity, which is a terrible distortion of true Christian masculinity. It seems they can only think of femininity in terms of the freedom of choice. Spell that abortion. We need men who can stand up to give a witness to their faith and an explanation for our hope that is filled with a proper understanding of the dignity of each individual, not some sellout to the modern cultural nonsense that was reported in a Catholic church in New York where they displayed the idea that God is trans. I could hardly believe that when I read that. I have a stronger word I would use for it, but I don't dare. (laughs) Only when the men of God can stand up before a world that is so confused that it does not know what a man is, will we be able to also celebrate true femininity as well. On this Mother's Day weekend, I'm reminded of something my dad used to say. You may end up hating my guts, but by God, you're going to respect your mother. That is part of a genuine Christian masculinity. It is not the only part, but certainly an important part. My dad's love for his wife, my mother, was greater than his desire that I and my siblings love him. I know this is Mother's Day, but I believe a weakness in either masculinity or femininity is detrimental to our society. It is detrimental to Mother's Day and Father's Day that comes next month. On this Mother's Day, I pray not just for all mothers, but for all those who give a witness to Christian sacrifice. Mothers are a key to that, and we need to give thanks for that in the witness that they give, sacrificing them for themselves for their children. Again, my dad used to say that on his birthday, it wasn't he that was important. It was what his mom did in bringing him to birth that mattered. But that witness is weakened when there is a weak understanding of what it means to be a Christian man. Think about our archdiocesan and parish motto again. One church encountering Jesus, making disciples, living mercy, sending apostles. It is not merciful to accept the distortions of our society regarding what it means to be a man of God and a woman of God. We recognize all mothers today, but without men standing with them, their motherhood is weakened and our society is led toward destruction. So to quote St. Paul, Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. On this Mother's Day, be willing to be a man of God, and love your wife, the mother of your children. The sacrifices you both make will make Christ hallowed in your hearts. I close by repeating Bede's comments. The flames of holiness give those who have hope the strength to triumph over sin. My sisters in Christ to our mothers, congratulations on this Mother's Day weekend. My sisters in Christ who long to be mothers, offer your longing as a sacrifice to Christ. 
my brothers in Christ who are husbands and fathers, stand and defend your families as is your responsibility in Christ. My brothers in Christ who long to be husbands and fathers, you too offer your longing as a sacrifice to Christ. And to all of you, be ready to give an explanation for your faith, as St. Peter urged us. Amen.